Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. I am just laughing because in the chat uh, on our Twitch stream before we started, people were talking about eating, what is this, jalapeno peppers, peppers with not with cream cheese, but with funfetti frosting. Yeah, myself and our friend. I'm sorry. Paul. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. Many years ago. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, how was it? My recollection, it was not good. Yeah. I can imagine <laughs> okay, that it wouldn't okay. be good. At least that's what we'd all expect. I've yeah. not repeated it since then, so maybe that's okay. the testament okay. to how not good. There's no reason to yes. do so. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so the Christmas goodness gracious. The degree of Christmas spirit is just increasing. Oh yeah. Both like for on sure. the Santa side of things and on the Jesus side of things. It's just, it's really in the air. I have a question. Somebody asked me this recently. They were like, wait a minute, people in Asia celebrate Christmas? Not to say that there aren't Christians in Asia, but there are considerably less than maybe in Western Mm -hmm. countries or in the U.S. And to me, I find that like, the the meaning of Christmas is much less about Jesus over here and more about like it's an excuse to get together, maybe give presents to each other and like explode all the malls in Christmas decor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? I don't they know. They love Christmas lights here too. Yeah. Oh, they very, love they love uh, Christmas lights. So I, I think it's just a very it, it, from an economic standpoint, it's a very yeah. appealing holiday, right? <laughs> there you go. And, that makes sense to adopt it because if you're encouraging people to buy all this stuff, buy all the Christmas decorations, buy presents for mm-hmm. people, like that just is way more economically viable than trying to sell people on Jesus. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> around Christmas. Mm-hmm. For sure. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, Jesus was a bad capitalist, it turns out. Yeah. You know, telling you to get rid Most of all your possessions. And, yeah, the irony. You know, it's just, yeah, the irony. I've had several Japanese people, though, ask me things like, oh, does does everyone in the U.S. celebrate Christmas? And when I try to explain, like, well, most people do. Like, of course, there's some people where they choose not to, or maybe people are Jewish and they celebrate Hanukkah or other holidays or stuff like that. But for the most part, it's a pretty American holiday. Yeah, Most people celebrate Christmas. And multiple times I've had Japanese friends be like, wow, so everyone's Christian who celebrates Christmas. <gasps> mm. And having to be like, no, that's not the case either. It's a, And then it's a whole complicated discussion getting into explaining the religious politics and makeup of these 50 United States. Yes, indeed. But compared to in Japan and and a lot of Asian countries, it basically feels like everyone's Christian, though. Coming from a place where almost no one is, right? That's fair. fair. It would probably feel that way to them, right? Um, Mm -hmm. like, Like the number of people 
who would like thank God at the Oscars or something would be like shocking to to anyone not in America, I think. That's <laughs> right? true. Yeah. Like every single or, Christian or a, president or president right. who claims to be yeah. Christian anyway. Right. They, mm-hmm. We've never had a non-Christian claiming president, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. that, that kind of stuff is just, I think. So I think they're actually not that far off. <laughs> like everyone, right. okay. everyone is Christian. Okay. I feel like sure. everyone's at sure. least like culturally Christian. Yeah. You know, even if not everyone, but right, like a ton of people are culturally Christian, like like us, even if it's not like an active religion that we participate in That's now. Fair. Well, yeah. I certainly am not, but like I am so all about Christmas now, especially yeah. <laughs> doing these contracts. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I think I think people love it here, even though it's not about Jesus at all. But yeah. we are going to be speaking about Jesus today, aren't we? <laughs> We, we sure oh, are. So much. No avoiding it. <laughs> yes, there's uh, no avoiding it. Um, what What are you two drinking? Also, oh, we're sharing. There was only one tall boy Chuhai in the house, and so oh, we are sharing a grapefruit Chuhai being drunk out of a, a mug. Yep. Because it's there you go. Because it's ten in the morning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Em? Yeah, I am also on the grapefruit train. I made myself mm. like a little spiked grapefruit juice. Ooh. So Ooh. grapefruit juice with grapefruit soju added to it. And it's Ooh. quite nice. lovely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, also breakfasty, morning appropriate. I exactly. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So it's a good time. Yeah, now I'm thinking about like, could you make kind of a fun grapefruity mimosa thing and mm. serve it in a half of a grapefruit? Or something. Whoa, like, that'd be a good that, brunch okay, spot that idea. Might be. Wow, I think you'd need a straw, but yeah, brunch at the Archipelago Sandwich Pub. We'll we'll have. I don't that. know how you'd get half of a grapefruit clean enough or deep enough. That's true. Or robust enough to. It's not like a coconut, right? Yeah, it's it's I mean, I think a little it'd be bit robust little, little, enough. probably, but it it's shallower than a coconut sure. for sure. It is shallower. Okay, I think yeah. we serve it at the Archipelago Sandwich Pub, but it's like you gotta. You got to down it in one go. There's no just sipping it because you can't set it down. There you go. You put it's placed into yeah. your hands, and I then see. you have to drink the entire thing before you can put it back down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe I see, I was we imagining... have like a little cup. Yeah. 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 Like a little like a little pedestal in thing which to place the grapefruit. On. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Also, just before we we start heading into this, <laughs> Breddy in the chat is asking if we visited the burial ground of Japanese Jesus and. Emily is coming to Tokyo in January. We'll also be in Tokyo. And I do think when I looked it up, it was like a day trip's distance from Tokyo. Okay. So we might, we might we might need we to might go. We might do it. Oh, God. I just can't imagine the three of us rolling up in some poor little Japanese village. You know, yeah. I don't um, know. No. <laughs> having to explain why we're there. Dedeker, it'll be fine. You got it. Like, you can yeah. figure out how to talk about that to Japanese people. Okay, no, but it's going to open up a whole other complicated conversation. Because, yes, my Japanese skills are good enough that I can explain why we're there. And then they're going to be like, are you... Christian, do you believe in Jesus? And then having to be like, no, no, no. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) But we do run a podcast about the Bible. And they're like, oh, so you teach about the Bible. We're like, well, (laughs) I don't know if teach is the right word exactly. Teach is a very (laughs) strong word for what we do, but sure. I like Uh, Zane's suggestion in the chat that we just say that we're the three kings, like we're the three wise men coming weirdly to Jesus' burial place. Yeah, yes. like we saw this yes, star indeed. 
And it took us a long time, like a few thousand years to get yeah. here, but we're here now. So <laughs> here we are. Show us this child. <laughs> star wonder, star bright. <laughs> Sir Star right. Knight. Yes. Let's All right. get up into this thing. Mm. All right. It is the Christmas season here in Japan. We celebrate Christmas with a lot of American stuff because to them, Christmas equals America. So you can get things like American beef steak what? or French fries or actually what they call long potato. American long potato. American long potato. Amazing. So these are the delicacies you can find here. So in that spirit of being at the mall, going to a little yeah. kiosk, getting a long potato, celebrating the birth of Santa, we're continuing <laughs> on with the book of Luke today, reading chapters five and six. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can't drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it is Luke 5. that so much. All right, Luke 5. Now it happened while the multitude pressed on him and heard the word of God that he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. Gennesaret? Sure. Mm. Cool. He saw two boats standing by the lake. Wait, like upright? Both are just <laughs> two boats there. just like standing Hanging there. Out. Like, hey, just leaned. Hey. Just leaned. Yeah. Uh, standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and, the, and were washing their nets. He entered into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. Like, oh, to, what? Put like out to, a little from the land. Put it out, like, push, push your boat out just a little, push just it. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Push it. Just a little bit. Push it. Push it. Push it, push it real push good. Real good. <laughs> That's what he asked. Push yeah. it. Push it real good. There you go. He sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered him, Master, we worked all night and took nothing, but at your word, I will let down the net. I guess like they had a rough night when it came to getting any fish. Yeah, I also didn't realize they were night nighttime fishermen. Yeah, night fishermen. Mm. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. When they had done this, they caught a great multitude of fish and their net was breaking. <laughs> they beckoned their partners in the other boat that they should come and help them. They came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. <laughs> but Simon Peter, Gosh. when he saw it, fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, Lord. For he was amazed, and, and all who were with him at the catch of fish which he had caught. And so were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. Can I hit you with the message real quick here? Yes, please. Uh, so... Simon Peter, when he saw it, fell on his knees before Jesus. Master, leave. I'm a sinner and can't handle this holiness. I can't handle it. My boat can barely handle all this fish. I can't handle this holiness. <laughs> yeah, Breddy in the chat is saying, thanks, Jesus, for breaking our nets and sinking our boats. But really, though, I was like, okay, the... Like it's sinking and the nets are breaking. Like how many of these things do they have? Probably not very many, but whatever. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people alive. What? 
That's a horrible way to put it. It's yeah. never been put that way in my I've never history. never heard it that way. I always heard it, I'll make you fishers of men. Oh, okay. And then you have fun children's Sunday school songs about it, but you'll be catching people alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds very sinister. Yeah. When they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. It happened while he was in one of the cities. Behold, there was a man full of leprosy. <laughs> when he saw oh, Jesus, yeah, no, gross. God, somehow grosser that way. <laughs> yeah, when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and begged him, saying, "Lord, if you want to, you could make me clean." He stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, "I want to be made clean." Immediately, the leprosy left him. He charged him to tell no one. But go your way and show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing according to what Moses commanded for a testimony to them. But the report concerning him spread much more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmaries. But he withdrew himself into the desert and prayed. It happened on one of those days that he was teaching, and there were Pharisees and teachers by the law sitting by who had come out of every village of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. The power of the Lord was with him to heal them. Behold, men brought a paralyzed man on a cot, and they sought to bring him in to lay before Jesus. Not finding a way to bring him in because of the multitude, they went up to the housetop. Click, 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 click. click. Yes. Okay, this, this story once again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I remember you guys showing me that weird animated the, thing or the, the donut repair puppets. shop. The yes, yeah. the picture. Yeah, that was, uh, that was strange. That was really strange. <laughs> they went up to the housetop and let him down through the tiles with his cot into the midst before Jesus. Seeing their faith, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh my goodness. Dear, oh dear. The scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this that speaks the blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, perceiving their thoughts, answered them, Why are you you reasoning so in your hearts? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven you or to say, arise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, arise and take up your cot and go to your house. Immediately mm-hmm. he rose up before them and took up that which was, which he was laying on and departed to his house, glorifying God. Uh, it's funny. So I guess he was good to go. I didn't quite catch this nuance to the story before, right? But like, the the thing that the Pharisees take issue with is that Jesus saying, I forgive your sins. And then being like, what? what, what? God, only God can do that. And then he gives this thing about, you know, yeah. what's easier to forgive sins or to heal a whole person. And then I, you know, I remember that. But in this one, with like the timing of how the story's laid out, it's that, you know, they lower the guy down. He says, I forgive your sins. And then the Pharisees are like, what, what, what? You can't do that. And he's like, but wait, there's more. What would be easier, forgiving sins or get up and walk? And like, then the magic trick happens <laughs> and he gets up and walks yeah, off. It's I like, see. it feels like more of a cool performance this time. That's fun. Actually, That's fun. it's pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So amazement took hold on all and they glorified God. They were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. After these things, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office and said to him, follow me. <laughs> he left everything and rose up and followed him. That's so, like, again, yes. again, 
I'm just imagining this time around. I just feel like Jesus is a lot cooler. He's got more mm-hmm. swagger in this gospel. Mm-hmm. Definitely. He right. was so angrier he- in Mark, swaggier in this one. And I don't know what he was in, in we were, Matthew. We were just getting to know him back then. Yeah. That's true. No, but I yeah. like this. Like there's this whole thing with the Pharisees and him healing the guy. And then he he just kind of like walks out. And I imagine he's doing a good strut. He's got his like cloak billowing behind him and walks <laughs> oh, he by. Oh, a cloak? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you got to have a cool cloak. And then he like sees this tax collector, just like looks he's at him. Like, he's like, you. you, follow me. And the guy's like, yes, sir. He, like gets up. I'm like, it's so cool. <laughs> I don't know. I think he could clock that Levi was clearly having a horrible day at the tax office. Just okay. like so bored and like hating his life and just ready yeah, for literally a, any he excuse. He seems like a fun right, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Levi made a great feast for him in his house. There was a great crowd of tax collectors and others who were reclining with them. Their scribes and the Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with the tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, Those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but those who are sick do. Burn. (laughs) I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. They said to him, why do John's disciples often fast and pray, likewise also the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink? He said to them, can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? What? Right, this whole confusing metaphor where he's like, we're at a wedding. We got a party, my dudes. Oh, I see. I see. Remember that? I think he's, he's like, like basically saying that the time when he's alive is a wedding. Right. And like, you might as well make the best of it. He's like, we got a party while I'm alive. Yeah. 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 He's basically saying yeah. YOLO, I think. Is what yeah. He's okay. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anyone's going to YOLO, it should be Jesus. Yeah. So, <laughs> although I guess he's a YOLT. Okay. He only lived uh, twice, right? Oh, yeah. You only mm. live eternally, like a yol. Yeah, sure. You only live twice, yol. I guess. Yol. Yol. Uh, can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. Then they will fast in those days. He also told a parable to them. No one puts a piece from a new garment on an old garment, or else he will tear the new, and also the piece from the new will not match the old. No one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the skins, and it will be spilled, and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. No man having drunk old wine immediately desires new, for he says the old is better. Huh. Okay. Okay, that was it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I have a question for you, Dedeker, because you are from you know, Northern California yes, where they make wine. wine. Country. Yes. I've never understood this whole thing about the new wine and old wine skins bursting the skins. Is this some kind of science of fermenting that's happening? Yeah, I don't know what the heck is happening yeah, here. I think when they say new wine... <laughs> it's like not quite wine And yet. again, John Dolph in the chat can correct me, but like when they say new wine, they might just mean grape juice that we want to make into wine. Mm, okay. And therefore, as it ferments, it's going to be letting off gases and... If it's in an old, crummy wineskin, the wineskin's not going to be able to handle it. Much Got like Peter it. was not able to handle all, all that, that holiness, holiness. Yeah, okay. it will burst. But if it's a new wineskin, it can handle it as it ferments. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Well, sweet. And that was the end of the chapter. Wow. 
Yep. That oh, was it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There, there we go. There we Just go. Just some parables for you. Some, you know, he's collecting disciples like Pokemon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Was anything new? The thing about the fish and all the nets busting everything, that was new in this gospel, right? I, I don't recall that happening last time. Yeah. I don't remember that from before. Like, I remember the dinner at Levi's place. I remember the, you know, the guy obviously coming down through the ceiling that, you know, they had a friend with diseases, so they lowered him down to see Jesus. But I don't remember the the fish nets busting. I remember that one as a kid. That was one that was in the coloring books and you'd, you'd color in, you know, them reeling up all these fish and it's just like overflowing over their tiny boats. Do you remember that, Dedeker? Did you do that? Did you color that I, one? I probably colored that one, yes. <laughs> colored it? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, let's continue on to Luke chapter 6. But I guess first, we finished that chapter so fast. Yeah, we take an early break. Yeah, should we take an early break? Yeah. Sure. Let's yeah. take a quick early break so that we can refresh our drinks because this next chapter is slightly longer than this one. Uh, so we will get to that in a second. But in the meantime, go tell your friends. Bring them all down to DBS Town. <laughs> Tell them about the show. And of course, if you're able, we would love to have you here in the live shows. We have so much fun getting to chat with you all while we're doing this. You can get more info about that at drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, or you can go to twitch.tv slash drunkbiblestudy and follow us there so you'll get notified anytime we start streaming. We'd love to have you here. It's a ton of fun. And of course, we have a Patreon. If you would like to become a parishioner, we have thank yous for being a supporter of this show, things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, Emily's drink recipes, and our love. So much love. Our love is for sale. Our love is for sale is. is what I'm saying. It's not wrong. And we're back. All right, Luke chapter six. Now, it happened on the second Sabbath after the first. Yeah, is that the second Sabbath, which is after the first, or is this the second after the first, meaning the third? I don't know. That he was going through the grain fields. His disciples plucked the heads of grain and ate, rubbing them in their hands. Oh, no one gets over this story. They never get over this story. We've gotten this story in every single gospel so far about the disciples eating grain out of the grain fields. Yeah, I love it. I like that this one- Jesus owning the Pharisees. This one gives the detail of them rubbing them in their hands to like to, what's the word? Separate the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, husk? Husk Are they de-husking? To hold them, to hold them. Hold them, that's the one, thank you. (laughs) Got it. To hulk out. They were hulking out on these <laughs> Hell yeah. heads. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, you got to do your macros, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But some of the Pharisees said to them, why do you do that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath day? Jesus, answering them, said, haven't you read what David did when he was hungry? He and those who were with him? How he entered into the house of God and took and ate the showbread and gave also showbread. to those who were with him? which is not lawful to eat except for the priests alone? He said to them, the son of man is Lord of the Sabbath. (laughs) That's a pretty cool line. I don't remember that line from before. (laughs) Lord of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It also happened on another Sabbath. I see. It's just sort of the greatest hits of Sabbath activities. (laughs) A big Sabbath roundup, as it were. Yeah, yeah. So many Sabbaths. It also happened on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. There was a man there, and his right hand was withered. 
The scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath that they might find an accusation against him. Hmm. But he knew their thoughts, and he said to the man who had the withered hand, rise up and stand in the middle. He arose and stood. Wow. <laughs> I'm imagining they all formed a circle around him. <laughs> rise up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Then Jesus said to them, I will ask you something. Wait, sorry, quick question. Who's our Jesus in this gospel? Is this Ewan McGregor now? I think I think we finally got a Ewan McGregor Jesus. Yeah, I think I it's... Think- I think Duddiger yes. made yes. it so. Yeah, she finally campaigned hard enough. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's okay. finally it's my it's my favorite boy. It's Dee Dee's okay. favorite would boy. Be good Jesus, he's a little old now. Yeah, that's he's fine. A old for Jesus. He's still he's still rocking it. Okay. So is Tommy Wiseau. We cast him as Jesus in Mark. For goodness' sake. I mean, all right, all right. Then Jesus said to them, "I will ask you something. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm?" to save a life, or to kill. He looked around at them all and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He did, and his hand was restored as sound as the other, but they were filled with rage and talked to one another about what they might do to Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. It happened in these days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. When it was day, He called his disciples, and from them he chose 12, whom he also named apostles. Oh. So this is very clearly he had a What's the difference? These are the cool ones. Oh, okay. And then he was like, you 12 are my favorite ones. They're his favorites. Yeah. You're the Alpha What's the difference between an apostle and not an apostle? It's funny. I was just listening to a podcast that weirdly touched on this topic. I do think an oh, apostle has something to do with someone who will end up starting a church. Oh, I believe it's related to uh, some Greek words about being a messenger in some such. Yeah, I'm kind of just pulling that out of the air okay. right now. Right, because a disciple is just like a follower of a person who yes. follows their teachings. Yes, but then yeah, I guess maybe the apostles get to kind of take the reins. Maybe he's appointing his heirs. Oh, his heirs. Or something. Yeah, well, this is when he's going to give them their magic powers, right? Yeah, that's true. That's really cool. He's like, you you all are worthy of these magic powers. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not sure if he's giving them powers yet. We'll, we'll see. Oh. We'll see. Okay. Okay, so, so he called together 12, who he named apostles. Simon, whom he also named Peter. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> uh, Andrew, his brother. James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who also became a traitor. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There were two Judases? Two two Judas, I guess. Yeah. Two Judases and two Simons? Who was the other Judas? Judas, the son of James. And then Judas Iscariot. Interesting. The traitor. Yeah. Yeah. So is this the whole 12? So we had Simon, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew. That's six. Then Thomas, Matthew, James, Simon, Judas, and Judas. Yeah, I guess that's (laughs) the 12. and Judas. Judas and Judas. Okay. James and James and Judas and Judas. Good. Boy, boy. Okay. He came down with them and stood on a level place 
with a crowd of his disciples and a great number of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were troubled by unclean spirits and they were being healed. All the multitude sought to touch him for power came out from him and healed them all. He lifted up his eyes to his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when men shall hate you, and when they shall exclude you and mock you, and throw out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. For their fathers did the same things to the prophets. Snap. <laughs> how would you summarize? How would you summarize all that in like a sentence? Um, I think this is basically saying the same thing that we tell to kids getting bullied in school when they're nerdy, and saying like, someday you'll be these people's bosses. Like you know, you'll you, yeah. You know. Oh, no one ever told me that. Oh no. Mm. It's because I was a girl. Well, you're your own boss, Dedeker. <laughs> I feel so. like this was more one of those general messages, not like specifically given to a child, but more generally speaking, like, hey, nerdy kids. Were you told you'd be somebody's not, boss? Again, not specifically. Like in this general sense of like you. Oh I think you're making goodness. this up. I want to hear in the chat if you were ever told that you'd be somebody's boss when you were a child. Yeah. Wasn't Jace like prom king or something? Wasn't he was like well-liked? not prom king. <laughs> <laughs> I ran for homecoming queen my junior year. Didn't get it, but of course you did. Second place. Well, that's that's impressive. <laughs> ran for like the student student government uh, like secretary or something and lost. So there's that. <laughs> I was president of my theater club in college <laughs> or in high school. <laughs> that was the <laughs> highest I got. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, guys. <laughs> We're just teasing. We're just teasing. <laughs> I was not homecoming queen, though. That's for damn sure. Mm. Okay. It's, it's you, Dedeker. It's me. It's me. Yeah. Okay, gosh. We're sort of we're mid so, we're mid sermon from Jesus right now. Okay, so it's yeah. twenty four, right? Yeah. But woe to you who are rich. For you have received your consolation. <laughs> I like that you're doing kind of a Brad Neely voice for this. Oh, am I? I, I often accidentally end up <laughs> in a Brad Neely voice when reading this book. Woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you, you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. And weep. Woe. And weep. When men... <laughs> Speak well of you, for their fathers did the same thing to the mm. false prophets. But I tell you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. To him who strikes you on the cheek, offer also the other. And from him who takes away your cloak, don't withhold your coat also. Why are you wearing a coat and a cloak at the same time? <laughs> of course you'd you want can I read Take you Tyndale's version of this? <laughs> yeah. Cloaky. And and unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheeky, offer also ye other, and him that taketh away thy gown 
Forbid Ooh. not to take thy coot also. Coot. <laughs> Give me your coot. <laughs> Give to everyone who asks you and don't ask him who takes away your goods to give them back again. Oh, wow, gosh. Yeah, she's like, yeah, well, that's yours now. As you would like people to do to you, do exactly so to them. If you oh, love those... The, do unto others rule. as you... Yeah, yep. okay. Yep. Yeah. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive back as much. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing back, and your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High, for he is kind toward the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful, even as your Father is also merciful. Don't judge, and you won't be judged. Don't condemn, and you won't be condemned. Set free, and you will be set free. Boy, doing this voice is just like <laughs> all the muscles in my face. Are you trying to eat one, McGregor? Or what no. are you? Are you trying to bread me? Like? No, I don't know. It's just <laughs> this text. This text. My my mouth it's gonna be stuff right, muscles are tired of this text. Your mouth okay. stuff muscles. Okay. <sighs> mouth stuff muscles. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be given to you. Oh, and in parentheses, it says literally into your bosom. Good. Oh, okay. For with the same measure you measure, it will be measured back to you. He spoke a parable to them. Can the blind guide the blind? Won't they both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck of chaff that is in your brother's eye and don't consider the beam that is in your own eye? There's that or, one. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. All the hits. Yeah. Is this in all of them? or Because I feel like we're getting them more fully realized in this one. I agree. Like they maybe feel... the actual text is this, what we're reading right now. What do you mean the actual text is like this? Like the eye for an eye. It, it does seem like this is the one where we get the wording Correct. from. That's what I mean. Okay, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, so I just looked it up and things like the, the golden rule, that was also in Matthew. And I remember the whole Sermon on the Mount was also in Matthew, which is what, what all this is. Uh-huh. Uh, but it does feel like they're, I don't know, either phrased better or I don't know, like they do seem like better here. <laughs> like Luke is just a better storyteller, just I think. better. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, when you yourself don't see the beam and that is in your own eye, you hypocrite. First, remove the beam from your own eye and then you can see clearly to remove the speck of chaff that is in your brother's eye. Okay, can I, can I read you Tyndale of that? Please. Definitely. Ether, how canest thou say to thy brother? Brother, let me pull out ye moot that is in thine eye. Oh, the moot? <laughs> moot? The moot. What is a moot? Like a moat, like a moat of dust. Yeah, a dust moat. Yeah. Okay, this is the moot. O-O-T-E, a moot. Moot. That is in thine eye when thou perceivest not the beamy that is in thine own eye. Hypocrite, <laughs> cast out ye beamy out of thine own eye fierce, and then shalt thou... See perfectly to pull out the mooty out of thy brother's eye. Boy, there's a lot the mooty. of mooties in there. The mooty. So many mooties. For there is no good tree that brings forth rotten fruit, 
nor again a rotten tree that brings forth good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For people don't gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. The good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings out that which is good, and the evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, brings out that which is evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things which I say? Mm. (laughs) Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you who he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug and went deep and laid a foundation on the rock. Mm. When a flood arose, the Uh stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it was founded on the rock. But he who hears and doesn't do is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream broke and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. Wow. Yes, it was. What a sermon. What a sermon. You know what? I like Jesus the most in this so far. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I think he's got more personality. I don't know. Is it because he's Ewan McGregor and he's just like so hot? (laughs) I mean, probably, but I think it's also just that I'm not going to lie. Like, this is how I imagined Jesus more being. Oh, fascinating. And maybe that's why I'm more impressed by him this time around. Or maybe I've just gotten to know him and he contains multitudes and each of the different, (laughs) each of the different people who have written about him have written about a facet of his personality. Mm. Mm -hmm. He does for sure contain multitudes. Yeah. No one denies. Yeah. Yeah. No one denies. So this episode brought up a lot of songs, like a lot of children's mm. Sunday school oh, really? songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, there's the one about the wise man built his house upon the rock. And then there's yep, also yep. the one about, I will make you fishers of men that we got to yep. in the last chapter. And when I was like singing these songs in my head, I realized that a lot of them, I don't know the whole song. And I realized that I complete all of them with the song that's that ends with and I'm in the Lord's army. Do you know that one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so in my head it's like no. this I will make you fishers of men, fishers of men, fishers of men. I will make you fishers of men and I'm in the Lord's army. army. Like that's how it ends. And then then this one is the wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock and I'm in the Lord's army. (laughs) Like they all end up the same. Can I just, I'm sorry, but the Lord's army just sounds a little scary to me. Like I'm not gonna lie. Just like a little tiny bit scary. Yeah, it is a little bit. Which is a little bit concerning. Mm-hmm. How does the rest of the Lord's Army song go? Oh, it's I may never march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery, and I may never fly over the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's Army. Yep. yep. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. And all his children were just like so delighted to be singing about such military industrial complex. Well, you get to march imagery. while you're doing it. and you Oh, know. yes, you get to march. Yeah. You get to pretend like you're on a horse. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was, yeah. they did have some good hand gestures and movements that went with all these. I mean, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently that one stuck with me just enough that yeah. now every song ends with, and I'm in the Lord's army. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh my God. That's very fascinating. Okay, so... Time to wrap this up? Yeah, I guess we can do that. 
Yeah. All right. Alrighty, everyone. We are excited to continue on with Luke. I like him very much, and I like this Jesus very much. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server, discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. 